0: to the Community Podcast, where we explore and document philanthropy in communities all over the world. We're honoured this week to host Shox, the chairperson of Team Kwakanda, all the way from South Africa. In this episode, I'll give the phonetics my best shot, but I apologise where I don't get it all right. Shox leads the Gigaton team that's currently at Level 3 in their goal to reduce carbon emissions on the planet. Join us as he tells us more about the bath, the impact, and the hopes of Team Wakanda. So welcome, uh, Shocks, to the conversation on climate philanthropy. Thank you for joining us on the Community Podcast. And yeah, let's talk about Team Wakanda. Uh, the name. Just could you take us through the journey of how you arrived at this name?
1: The name Wakanda. Uh, It was derived from uh, the movie Black Panther when we saw Wakanda. Mm -hmm. So when we saw Wakanda, we thought, hey, this looks great, and the mountains and everything, the city looked amazing. And it spoke to what we wanted our community to be, what we wanted our place in Kwakwa to be, because we are from a beautiful mountainous area called Kwakwa. So when we saw the name uh, Wakanda, we were like, this is the dream. This is where we would like to take our community. We want our place to be this beautiful, to have uh, such power, to be this clean for people, to be self-sustainable and economically independent. And that's how we went for the name Wakanda. So we just added the queue in front of, of Wakanda.
0: Take us through how you came to be part of the Gigaton Challenge. Were you doing work previously around addressing the climate challenge, or was and then maybe you took on the gigaton challenge to scale that kind of work, or have you started this uh, strictly under the system that's propelled by the gigaton challenge?
1: Uh, so how we can meeting gigaton. Uh, on the 20th of September in 2020, uh, just after coming out of COVID lockdown, we went out into the streets and we realized that uh, it was so filthy because no one was coming to fetch the garbage and people were just throwing their waste everywhere. So on the 20th of September, uh, myself and other friends decided to start a cleanup campaign, which is called 90 Minutes for Quad clean Cleanup Campaign. Uh, the intention of the cleanup was to invite everyone every volunteer everyone in our community especially young people to just dedicate 90 minutes of their time towards cleaning our community so while cleaning the community we realized that we needed uh there were people who kept on reoffending. like we would clean a dumping site, and then they would throw stuff there again and then we would clean and then they would start throw stuff there again and that's when we came across uh we met another young person called uh Mohale Lebona. So Mohale had seen what we were doing as Wakanda, and we needed ways at which, uh, we could deal with this problem of illegal dumping. That then what we were doing, we were burning, uh, uh, what we couldn't say, you know, we were burning the plastics and everything, which was also a problem. So LeBona introduced us to Complexity Universities, Lucy White. Uh, we had a meeting with Lucy White, who then introduced us to Giga Tan. So Giga Tan already found us cleaning, but we didn't know what we were doing with that. So they sort of gave us a direction of uh, where to go and how to go about it, because our plan was to clean every legal dumping site and turn it into a community food garden for food security. So when Giga Tan mm-hmm. came through, uh, we sort of came across, uh, they wanted to see a prototype. What can, what is it that we can do? We had a meeting with Lucy White from Complexity University who told us about Gigatan and what their intentions and goals were. And then we saw that somehow their goals were aligned to ours as Wakanda. And then we took it from there. Uh, uh, they They asked us to see a prototype, what prototype could we take uh, to sort of deal with the problem of climate change. So we started with the bottles. We were like, we're going to collect bottles and then we are going to recycle them and tend them to glasses or whatever. And then we realized that bottles take a long time to decompose and release uh gases into the atmosphere so we had to change it so that's when we came up with the plan of taking organic waste and turning it into compost because our plan was to turn the illegal dumping sites to community food gardens so that's when it all started that's when we all started uh, taking garden waste taking your cardboard boxes taking your food waste your garden waste and then just uh, adding it together and having a compost organic compost
0: that's um, amazing work that you're doing. I know that from previous conversations, there are different levels to the gigaton Challenge. At well, what level is Team Wakanda?
1: In January, we completed Level 3, so we should be moving to Level 4. Uh, level L3, we were repeating it because we had attempted it before, uh, That's something like uh, I think we had to do thirty tons, thirty tons of waste in three months. It was ten tons per month, so uh, we did that. We we did that in three months, hence so we are moving to L four.
0: Okay, so when when you think about the climate challenge we're facing globally, what comes to mind?
1: Uh, the climate change we're facing globally, what comes to mind is. Uh, big corporations big companies big factories uh that are are producing uh products that are releasing such gases you know because uh, it's simple for us guys on the ground to say we are fighting climate change, but uh, there aren't those many guesses coming from where I am. Like I'm in a village right now and there aren't that many guesses. Uh, when I'm thinking the global climate change thing, uh, I'm thinking big companies, I'm thinking cities, uh and how it's going to impact us because i can give you an example like recently i think it was last year we had floods in south africa that were were unexplainable there were huge floods in KwaZulu natal in south africa that just took everything cars houses and everything so when i think global mm-hmm. uh, climate change i'm th- thinking uh big companies uh, that are contributing towards it and the guys on the ground trying to fight it.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, people on the ground trying to address this climate challenge, what what do you feel have been, or what, what challenges have you experienced? Um, what opportunities do you see coming from the work that you're doing? And any victories you'd like to share with us in the four levels or three levels that you've been through up until now?
1: Uh so the from L1 from uh level one we were collecting I think about just the hundred kilograms of waste or yeah I think it was hundred kilograms of waste uh per month and then it grew to a thousand per month and then ten thousand per month so uh, it show that, uh, because what's most important with giga as well, is that they collect data of the waste that we've collected. So, uh, where I am currently right now in South Africa and Africa, uh, with our president being the chair of the African union, you would think that in South Africa, uh, the conversation around climate change was one that people were having, uh, um, ordinarily just, uh, every day but you find out that it's not so when you go to your government offices you go to private you go everywhere and try to show them that we have this huge problem that's coming that we need you as corporate that we need you as government to jump in so that we can have more volunteers because the other problem is uh, we live in a continent in a country that has a high unemployment level so Imagine having to ask young unemployed people to help you fight climate change, you know, because uh, uh, they they want something that's tangible. They want something that's happening today or tomorrow. So you're telling them that if we don't do this now in the future, this is going to happen. And they Mm -hmm. want uh, some incentives. The other thing that helped us with Gigaton is that uh, it helped us to create green jobs for our community. Mm-hmm. So uh, when we started, we were just a campaign, it was just myself, a couple of uh, like individuals, a couple of friends, mm-hmm. and then we decided to register what we were doing as a nonprofit company to make it official. So uh, what we are doing right now as, as, as talking to government is t- talking to private is talking as actually trying to start a conversation around the climate change topic. But it's really difficult to do it when young people just need jobs, just people would do anything for to work. So we are trying to work with the Department of Environmental Affairs and other companies that can uh, come into this and Department of Agriculture as well, because what we have done is saying we are not just fighting climate change, but what we are doing is providing food security as well. Because if we remove a dumping site and then we turn it into a community food garden, we benefit that whole community, uh, which ends up eating from the garden, which ends up uh, selling crops from the garden. So we are trying to come up with ways of how we can combine the two, fight climate change while providing food security and clean jobs for everyone. So uh, that's where we are at the moment. Uh, we are waiting for L4 to impact more people. Uh, but mm-hmm. other than gigaton, what Gwakanda does is that we have a project called Gwakanda Green, so we are yeah. always working. We don't wait for the sprint to start or the sprint to stop, so we are always working. We know what the goal is, we know what the prototype is, we know what the mission is, so we always keep on working so that by the time uh, Giga Tan maybe starts uh, the next we have the momentum going uh down in the way so that we can have more more volunteers and have um more young people joining the program
0: great um that's a little impressive work shots um curious what has been the community response to the work that team um kwakanda has done um Has it been positive? Have they been supportive? Do some of them even express interest in terms of maybe wanting to contribute in one way or another? And also just another question, how are the community gardens handled? Is it still managed by your team or is it, you know, giving back to the community from which the garbage, uh, the food waste has been collected?
1: Uh, So with the garden waste, uh, with the garden the community garden what we had done is that we were cleaning outside a a yard there's a yard where we saw the elderly ladies working having their own garden but they had problems of water and also they were getting tired so uh, they couldn't really pursue their garden anymore so what Wakanda did was to jump into the garden and work in partnership with uh which is an elderly people's organization is also an NGO. So we went in there and then what we asked for was space for our compost boxes, and that we were going to assist the elderly ladies with their garden because number one, we want to assist them as the organization and then we needed space uh, uh, at the center of our community that people could see when we were working. So uh, the code the Garden is still under the management of Wakanda. Uh, we have a harvest that we sell. Uh, we have the harvest that we give to uh, those who are less for, who are who are um, less privileged, and then we have the harvest that goes to Singh, the elderly ladies organization and then we work also in partnership with other farmers you know because uh, we want to learn as much as we can. Uh, where we are in the have an area in the uh, in the villages uh, there is some land which we would like to work on so uh, the garden at the moment is where we're testing out this compost that we've been working on this compost that we are currently creating but otherwise uh the community there are those who are but supportive and there are those who don't get it there are those who uh, strictly depend on the government to come pick up their waste and if the government doesn't government trucks doesn't come to pick up their waste they throw it in the streets uh, the streets that they live in. So others were grateful that we are creating a more uh, safe environment for them, a cleaner environment for them but others were just seeing us as doing government's job but once they saw the product that we are creating, this organic compost and what it does for their vegetables it's now then that people are coming to us at the garden, they want to buy the, the uh, the compost, they want to learn how it's done because uh, once we teach them how it's done, they will never have to go through their organic waste and their papers and everything in the streets anymore. So uh, slowly we are getting there. We just want to partner with the Department of Education so that we can take this that we have learned and this that we are practicing daily and introduce it in schools so that the message can spread quicker so that uh, the kids can know uh, about climate change, the kids can know about agriculture and planting their own food and they can know that we are not supposed to be living in a filthy environment.
0: Wow. So are there any special trends you're noticing in the way that South Africa deals with the climate change beyond the gigaton, are there any other ways you're like, oh that's that seems pretty unique in terms of the way that they're addressing the climate challenge?
1: Um, I would I would yeah. send I would say, as the NPOs and private businesses that are doing the most, uh, who are speaking about it the most, our president mm-hmm. can go to other African countries and the world summits and read uh, beautiful speeches about climate change, but to speak the truth, really the government, our South African government doesn't really take climate change as serious as they should. As I was saying with the KwaZulu-Natal incident, it was just, they just spoke about uh, climate change during that two weeks, uh, maybe of the floods, and after that month, and then it went back to normal.
0: Um, From your experience so far, you know, collectively as a team, but even your experience as an, an individual putting in the work to make a difference? And, you know, even the fact that the difference is is being seen by the community already in the community garden, in creating green jobs. Are there any lessons that you're learning about this and any particular piece of advice you'd like to share for people who would like to start taking action. They've heard about the crisis. They're like, okay, where where do we start? Um, What do we do about this? Because it can also feel very overwhelming because it's it's a global challenge and you don't even know if that small um, act in your small community can make a difference. Yeah, so any lessons, a piece of advice, call to action that you'd like to share?
1: Uh, Yes, definitely. Uh, um, I think uh, the most lesson that we've learned is to be persistent uh, and persevere in what we are doing because uh when you do the work that we are currently doing when you are fighting a ghost when you're fighting something that people do not see and you are telling them how dangerous it is but they cannot see it as as it becomes something else because as well as as we are a black nation we are an african nation uh we are an We are in villages, we are in townships, so climate change is some sort of a taboo. So there are quite a lot of challenges that we've come across because this is not a conversation that people are willing to have, that people have knowledge on. So uh, there's a lot of education that needs to go into it. We were just fortunate that uh, there's complexity university that we we managed to connect with, and that's how we got to know, uh, how much, uh, carbon emissions are released by cardboard boxes, how much carbon emissions are released by garden waste, how much gases are released by, uh, uh, by food waste and all of those so there's a lot of education that still needs to go into this for people to really stay taking action because if you just tell people to fight uh, climate change when they do not know what climate change is uh, it's going to be a problem so uh, there's a lot of education that still needs to be done. There's a lot that uh, our government still needs to do uh, in educating people about this problem that we are facing and educating people of how we can fight it and uh, emerge victorious. So it's just about keeping focus and knowing what is it that you want. It's about having... uh, your environment and your place at heart and loving it and knowing that uh, the bit that you are doing contributes to what's a greater cause. We don't know where we're going to be in the next 10 years. In the next 10 years, we might have spread to other provinces in South Africa. We might have uh, spread to other villages and wards and councils uh, mm-hmm. because the other great thing that just happened with Wakanda is that we were commissioned for a documentary on national TV that's going to play next month. So it's going to be easier for us on the job, on the work that we are doing. So it's going to be easier when other people across the country, across Africa can see what is it that we are doing and hear the interviews and see for themselves uh, what is it that we are talking about and how we can make a living out of cleaning our environment.
0: Wow. Uh, Shops, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your time, uh, your experience in this work. And I mean, it's just admirable to see. The intentionality, the initiative that the team has taken to address this in the committees, And I believe that even that documentary you just mentioned, I even just this podcast sharing this knowledge may have a ripple effect that even us may not be able to report back about. So thank you for adding your voice to addressing the climate challenge that we all face. And I wish you all the best um, in the work that you're doing. And we hope to hear more wins and more levels for you and the team and even just more South Africans taking this on and Africa as a whole. So thank you. Thank you, Shocks.
1: Thank you very much, Madonna. Thank you very much for giving us an opportunity to tell our story and hopefully it will change other people's lives. Thank you very much for the work that Civic Africa is doing and the work that you are doing. Uh, You're really doing an amazing job. Thank you very much for hosting us.